Wait, what's it called? The Ebony Mac Show. It's a podcast. Period. <laughs> what? Yeah, we are back. You did. Oh, right now. Okay then. Yes. How y'all been? <laughs> so today. We are coming to you. The show is called Soul Defined. Yes. So we've done lots of kind of interviews, but what really brought us to doing the Ebony mashup was what? Music. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say you go music. <laughs> music is what brought us to doing this podcast. So I'm really excited about today's show. Well, not this show. podcast, because it started with the radio. Yeah, because this show. podcast started as a radio show when we were in college at SIUE. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville. So, um, yeah, that's how the Ebony Mashup came to be, is it was a radio show that Mike and I did together. Um, and then we had some people hit us back up after we graduated and it left the radio. Uh-huh. Um, like, why don't y'all turn this into a podcast? And we was like, dang, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah. But then I overthought it for so long. Like, it was an idea for a long time. <laughs> for two or three years. So, yeah. I was overthinking it. And it really, you know, I really enjoyed doing it. But... Soul Defined is the name of today's show. And with that being said, we're gonna talk about my favorite, probably genre of music in what it was called was Neo Soul. Yeah, I think they kind of club it all in R&B now. Yeah, I've heard it called contemporary R&B as well. Yeah, whatever. But we are gonna start today's show with a quote from none other, none other than Queen Mother Badu. After my wife, the sexiest woman alive. Erica Badu, to be exact. Yes. The quote says, <clears throat> No, my bad, one of the sexiest women. Oh, yeah, after there's. Because you got Jill Scott. There's Jill so Scott. many gorgeous, oh. melanated women. Like, and then, like, we, like, both of us, oh, go ahead and read the quote. We'll talk about that. I think the quote gonna fit in a little bit. To what I'm saying? Maybe. I was gonna say. Go ahead. When we both first heard Ari Lennox, we thought she was a light skinned girl. Facts. Until we saw her. I thought she was a what I call a light bright, like with the little mixed hair and all that, which is nothing wrong. But I'm just when I heard her, I judged her and I thought that. Until we saw her at the Roots picnic. Yes, when we went to Philadelphia with my bestie. Shout out, hey girl. We drove all the way but to Philadelphia. That made me like her more. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. You're Once I realized she was a chocolatey oh, girl, right. and she smoked, and she just had this beautiful, like, just beautiful angelic voice. Like, I don't know. Anyway, let me finish my quote. Damn, That's you already got me jumping. Okay, quote, you right? did, you did, you did. Usa. So, the quote comes again from Erica Badu. It says, be you. Make sure you're saying something when you're saying something. It's important to sound like you 
to feel like you, to be like you, be you. Boom. And if you think about it, that's what the whole Neo Soul movement, I think, was. Yes, talk about it. If you look at all the people that came out of there, like, like I said, Erica Badu, she, yeah. You can just go on, Jill Scott, Jill Scott. Angie Stone, D'Angelo. When he came out with that, was what was the song untitled? Was the album untitled? untitled? The song was untitled. How does it feel? Well, I was young, and so I felt like I was seeing when it came on MTV, like a world premiere. Remember MTV used to do that? Mm-hmm. I swear I was seeing like soft porn. But as a little kid, a little kid, I was like, I shouldn't be feeling this but way. about brown Oh yeah, you know who else I throw into there? Jaheem. Yep, Jaheem. I love Jaheem. His voice is just when he did that forever. Ooh, forever. Ooh, that's my shit. My love for you. I don't remember the words, y'all. But anyway, be you. That's me, be <laughs> I love. The fact that they came in like just put their stamp on R and B, because it's a sub genre, yeah. genre, but it just in the nineties like made its own little genre, even though you know it was R and B and soul, absolutely. But like it made its own little, absolutely. And then it had that it had those vibes and it had those influences I from hip hop. Music soldier. How can you forget him? India Ari. India Ari, um, Maxwell. Like, when I think about like the hip hop influences though, we can't leave out Lauren Hill. Oh yeah. She she teeter tottered between the both. Yeah. Um I don't know. What about uh oh, I just get and then the newer age people, so this is where it starts yeah, this is where it starts to get muddy because I now the sound that we're hearing Because to me Ari Lewis is Neo so yeah, but then you take somebody like a Frank Ocean. Do you know what I'm saying? Where do they go? Yeah, that's a different side. Yeah. No, but I still put them there. You no, know I'm saying it's a different side of me. It's Neo a different Soul. side of me. So you, you understand, like, like the Miguel. Because if you want to think about rap, J. Cole, obviously. But then sometimes I want to put J. Cole in Neo Soul, like on that back, on that end with Lauren Hill. I feel that's like what I'm saying. But Neo I'm saying rap-wise. I'm saying rap-wise. But I'm saying if that's the case, then you can put Lauren Hill in there. Because you have a Neo Soul more R&B side, then you have a Neo Soul more rap side. But then as you start to define soul, which is what we're talking about. My bad, not R&B side, soul side. That's what I was about to say, because yeah. then you get that classic R&B artist. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, who can be on this soul Neo Soul spectrum mm-hmm. is like a Janae Aiko. Like, I'm not exactly sure where to but put I, her. I feel like she's on the left end of the spectrum where you have like Lauren Hill and J. Cole kind of on like yeah, but she don't rap. See, they in their own look because they, well, no, because J. Cole don't sing. So, That's how do you define that sound? Like, it's, it's like, like, it's like Neo, like I said, Neo Soul should have its own little genre because you have, the, like you said, the soul side, then we have the rap side. Because mm-hmm. if you put in the rap side, you can put J. Cole, you can put Kendrick Lamar if you really think about it. But then, are we then now talking about Neo Soul, which is that 
funky soul vibe that that Jill get? Scott and Erica Badu yeah. and them kind of had. I don't. Sometimes I feel that in there. In there, I feel you're that new people. Yeah, but some, I'm saying, but when you listen to Ari Lennox, you feel it. Yes. You listen to her, you feel it. It's something about for me, Neil Soul is not even necessarily like rap or this or that. For no, me, it's saying. all energy and vibe. That's what I'm saying. But in, but that's what I'm saying. But within, you said about the soul and the vibes. But within that genre that we're making, because we just made it a genre, so <laughs> you still have the separate. Because you know they have hip hop and R and B. Okay. And then you have you still this still Neil Soul, but. We rap me or so we sing it. I just think you can't define it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I said. I didn't say we rap about this. I said we rap me or so and we sing it. For real, I don't know what it is. I just think another thing that I feel like I feel and I'm not sure mm-hmm. is I feel some smooth jazz kind of. Yeah, it all fits in. It just kind of, it's an energy thing. I don't know. And I don't feel that with R&B. When I hear R&B, I'm thinking about smashing. I'm thinking about love songs. I'm thinking about like, but Neo Soul literally moves my soul. But they still talk about that stuff in there. They do. But I feel like it's it's a different. It's just the vibe, yeah. I feel like the cadence is different. The flow is different so who are you listening to right now that i know we're listening i'm i'm, I'm listening to ari like ari yeah, Lennox is like at the top of my list and you know i like her now i didn't really listen to her until you put me on to her like yeah. i had kind of just somehow i don't know missed that one because yeah, you kept asking me her name and I, I, didn't, I was like her i kept getting an attitude like, who is that her I think we talked about it on here before too. Yeah. But I have been listening to because you know since you're back to work. Mm-hmm. So you've been driving your car to work. Mm-hmm. So I'm having to drive my car. <laughs> and my car doesn't have satellite radio, so I just listen to 107.2, which is one of it's what is it? V103 in Chicago, yeah. yeah. And it's the old school music. Yeah. But but I think we can flow, and I don't mean to change the subject like a little bit, but at, I'm I'm getting ready to be 36. And so I feel like we like all kinds of music, even like what's out now, because I mm-hmm. think we talked about soul, mm-hmm. and I still to this day like the other day, I was vibing to Donny Hathaway. Like, to this day, I still love that soul part. But then when I start to get to that part of the soul, it always takes me back to gospel. And the influence that it's had in music. I don't care about the religion, because to me, I feel like the gospel is going to always be a part of me. But something about that sound is unique. And as we define soul and neo-soul, I think that gospel sound, I hear that sometimes in some of these artists. Like, but you hear that sometimes R&B artists too. True. I probably hear it more in, in traditional R&B than I do neo-soul. He's trying to get away from church. Neo-soul is just so like, it's, I don't know, it's eclectic and vibey. It's just like, I just want to be elevated all the time. When I'm listening to that, like I swear to you, I could just be in a. This is like <laughs> hippie music for black people. What's the new age hippie called? Me. 
I don't know. <laughs> to me, you're hippie. Harmony, Lenore. <laughs> I got a question. Where would you put, um, I don't know if he fits, <laughs> but I like him sometimes. Who? Only sometimes. Um, John Legend. What the, what, uh, the kids say he look like? I don't remember. Uh, what did this say, like a baby baked potato? Oh. He looked like a marshmallow to me. Like a light skinned marshmallow. Yeah. Yeah. But John, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to, some people I just don't know where to put them. But I do yeah, miss, I, don't know where to put them. I do miss artists, you know, like where they knew exactly what, I feel like John Levitt, John Levitt. <laughs> I feel like John Legend. I think we should take a shot on that one. The great music. <laughs> Mid show. Woo. Okay, y'all. Shot break. Shot break. If you're at home, take you one too. <laughs> Only if you're at home. Only if you're at home. Not in the car. Not in the car. <laughs> I felt like a mockingbird. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. John Legend. <clears throat> I feel like his sound is very, 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 very soulful. You can tell yeah, it. Yeah, it is. And it is passionate. But oh, I hate to say this because I don't put them on the same level, but I put them in the same kind of artist. Like, so I want to be very clear when I say these two names. I don't put these two people in the same on the same level. On the same level. But the way that their career is very like standalone-ish uh -huh. and legendary in their own rights, uh -huh. you can help me. So uh -huh. I put John Legend in the same like whatever as like Babyface. You see why I had to give a disclaimer? Because I feel like Babyface is like a standalone R&B artist. Like there is no other like Babyface. I kind of feel that way about John Legend only because he has a very, um, before we, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say he has a theatrical sound that I attach to. From my from my years when I did when I did theater and acting and stuff, he has a Broadway voice, and so I think that that makes him legendary. His sound, and then I think he's transitional between neo soul, contemporary R and B, traditional pop, even. Um, but I think that he's a standalone. Okay, I was about to say something, but nowhere near comparable to Babyface. Babyface, but they're like Beyonce. To see what I Beyonce is a standalone artist to me, but Solange can fit into neo soul. Oh yeah. Well, no, because who knows what Beyonce makes? She makes what the she want to make. That's what I'm saying. And that's, that's what, what makes her to me neo soul is that like freedom to be like. So, but she's not neo soul. I don't know what she is. But see, what I was gonna say was, do you have a female equivalent of Babyface? Because I was gonna say you have a female equivalent of John Legend, <laughs> but she doesn't fit Neo Soul, so I wouldn't call her that. Alicia Keys. Well, John Legend would be the equivalent of Alicia Keys, but she, I think she. I could put them on a category. I, I would agree. If we're talking about like how I broke, yeah, I would agree. But I said, but does Babyface have a female equivalent? I don't know. 
I don't think we're looking for equivalency. No, we're not. We're just trying, I'm just, I, it just popped in my head. That's just like that rap question where who's the best, who's your top, like, shut up, who cares? Like, these are all legends. Walk and live in legends, most of them. Some of them are gone, but it's still a lot of walking, yeah. living hip hop legends that pulled from soul. Hip hop took a lot of soul influences, especially early hip hop. Oh, yeah. Like, I love, like, I love dance music. And so the first dance music I heard with my cousin, rest in peace, LT, I love you always. But with my cousin Lamont um, was break dancing music, that B-boy sound. I had watching them in the 90s. I was a little girl and seeing them put out a, a break down a box. See, that's the thing. Like, And I we were still in the suburbs. I don't think a lot of people knew or know, still don't know that Chicago really didn't have their own sound until mm-hmm. like when the house music come out. I don't like know. Late 70s, early 80s? Well, yeah, because you had like Frankie Knuckles. That's and, what I'm saying. And, and like, those kind like of. Other places had they sound. We had hadn't developed one because I think we were transitioning yet. still. Like, it's out one of the of... only big cities that really didn't have a sound. Yeah. And yeah. then y'all sound has changed over the. Like, it went from house music in the 80s and the 90s to damn drill music. Now. What's considered? I don't. I don't listen to it. So, what is considered drill music? I'm sure I've heard it. Chief Keith and Lil Durk and Pow Pow. Where we was living at. Okay. <laughs> I say Pow Pow music. Yeah, that's what you called it then, and that's what was I happening. I have always called it that. Oh. When, like, but I'm saying when you when you listen to that music, I understand it though. That's because we lived it. We but lived in, I don't think I would have. It. When we were in the suburbs, just watching the news. You wouldn't have liked the music, but you liked the music because, oh, I know where he's talking about. Not that I know where he's talking saying, about. But you know what it, I understood that Chicago was a block to block thing. Yeah. Like, we lived on a, oh, on oh. a decent block. Yeah. And decent is a word that Chi-Town people use very loosely. Very loosely. Um, use it for a lot of stuff. But... <laughs> I really got to see the passion of these people. It's a lot of shooting and stuff going on in oh, Chicago, yeah. but the majority of the people that live in these communities are hard working yeah. black people. Yeah. And one thing I know they would do random community events and stuff and music is what always brought the little yeah. neighborhood. We lived um, near Washington Park. Um, we lived between um, Cottage Grove and King, and King Drive. Drive. So, just to see that music, even in the, like, it was some nights I was scared to walk from, or I was nervous walking from the red line to home, because I would get off work, like, 11 o'clock, then I got to take the green line, what was I taking? No, you took the green line. I, I took the, the green line, or the red line, well, I don't remember. Where coming from. But if I was working was in the city then. If you was coming from right downtown, you took the green line. Yeah. But if you was coming from north side, you took the red line. Either way, I had to walk in some of the neighborhoods that most people see. On TV and scared to walk. But on TV. We had to walk these neighborhoods every day at night. Sometimes alone, like yeah. I, by myself. And so for me, once I started, once I put my feet on the ground, I saw shit that I didn't want to see. Mm-hmm. I said people approached me, but I was me. Like I felt like 
yeah, anything could have happened. I was always aware and discern, you know, using yeah, the spirit of gotta, discernment. You just have to be aware of where you at. But I never once, and I'm being honest, I never once felt like my life was being no. threatened. No, no, no. Yes. And I've heard gunshots. I've yes. been close to them. Um, I feel like I've been followed home before. Our car been broken into. But like, I really, and it sounds crazy, like I'm going like, I really enjoyed living yeah. on the south side of Chicago. Yeah. I saw how much black people really did support each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Which, what they don't show on the news. You know, they called it, I was offended. At first, when I lived in the suburbs, I wasn't offended yeah. about yeah. a lot of the stuff they talked about. But once I started hearing that term, Chirac, yeah. I was offended because I was like, this is the the reason y'all calling it Chirac is because of systemic things that have been put into place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When when we were supposed to get the Olympics in Chicago, investors and shit brought up land and buildings. They brought up all that, and then once you didn't get, once the Chicago didn't get it, the they just let it go, and the prices and the prices started shooting up on everything. So we had a Section Eight voucher at the time. And that was right after being homeless because we were homeless for a little bit in Chicago. That also taught me a lot, having children and being homeless in Chicago. And so that was our times being able to meet with Mayor Emanuel and using it. And it helped me look at Chicago different. And it also helped me look at the social services systems different. So many times people get on Section 8, on food stamps, on welfare, whatever they need to. And they want to stay on that. You know what I'm saying? I always knew. And I remember my mom saying, why did you get rid of that? Because I didn't want it. It was a stepping stone. It took me from this place to the next place. My life ain't meant for Section 8 my whole damn life. I want more in life. I'm saying we went from Section 8. We went from homeless. We went from homeless section eight to a pretty decent rental house yeah. on the west side yeah then we went back to an apartment because we went to school yeah but after that it was houses then we went to georgia we was going to attempt to buy a house <laughs> but then you got the job up here yeah and we brought a house but also we got in alignment with our soul like we really 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 did we had left the church during all that time we were really really active in church like i'm a to this day i'm not i'm not a christian but you can never take away the fact that i got my foundation from though that's and i still i still live by some i live by some of those morals yeah morals yeah um and values but it's still in me. It's yeah. still in us. Like I said, gospel music, I still go to it. I don't listen to it the same anymore. But once I left the church, I feel like we got into alignment. I feel I like... Exactly. I do. I do. I really do. And I think we continue to grow and get better. And people get offended like, oh my God, they said they're not Christian. We just opened our eyes and our ears. We, I do believe in God. Um, but we opened our eyes and our ears and we started to believe that, that some of that was holding us back. Yeah. A lot of what we learn and what we see a lot of black people learn are holding them back because they think they that relying, they can't. Relying on these words that they yeah. see in the book instead of relying on yourself. Yeah. And I think 
we're talking about music still. Music is what helped us through that. Yeah. Like we had songs that we each listened to and it wouldn't it would evoke an emotion. Like when we were when we were bickering and fighting and all that, certain songs I can play and it would invoke an emotion in me and I was like, "Oh my god, where'd that come from?" They knew exactly what I was saying. You know what I mean? So I think going through those ebbs and flows, but even with that like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we were living in Chicago, it was one album that got us through everything. What was that? Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Oh my god! We gosh. were riding around like the kids in, to this like, in the day love that song. We had no air conditioning, so in the summertime, the apartment used to be hot as hell. And it seemed like the air was trapped. Just trapped, like the heat was just trapped. We'd be like, we tried to do everything it, early. We would get yeah, up early would, in the morning and cook everything and everything. We had to do. Cause at night it'd be like I don't feel like moving. Nobody had clothes on. That no, was so we just weird. Walk like, around the house, the everybody kids, in underwear, underwear and t-shirts on. Like it's hot. We'd be like, man, you, let's get in the car. We just drive around and listen to Kendrick Lamar the whole album. Yeah, but we learned how home. to maneuver. We learned how to get around the and city then that way. Back home. Yeah, and then we would park <laughs> the car and we get bored and just walk. <laughs> Like, and every time we got in the car, what CD we listen to? Because it was in there. Kid Mad City. We listened to the whole album, then go home. Dang, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then when we moved to Southern Illinois, Metro East area, we took that with us too. Oh, yeah. We, we started listening to, was it Drake? Oh my if God! It's the first one he had. All my play. life, I want money yeah. and power. Respect my mind. No, no, that's, no, that's Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. No, 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 no. Drake was uh, cause I'm the one legend. Yeah. Oh my God! It's I can't bad. think of the song. When I pull up on a, tell that Nick bad back. I'm too good with these words. Watch a backtrack. Ooh, all I know is I'm a legend. Oh this too late for my city. I'm the youngest rapping. Oh my God, oh my God. When I die, when I die, I'm a legend. Y'all already know. We already been talking about this. What? <laughs> I am a walk. Listen, as we speak today, I see myself as a walking, living legend. I don't even think I've been able to tell my story in a way that truly can let the people know, like, how much of a legend I think I am. And I'm not even like tooting my own horn, but the stuff that the that the universe and that God has brought me through, and I'm 36 years old, the story that I'm gonna one You're day tell, I'm about to be 36. But I feel like I'm a walking, living legend. And I want my legacy to carry on even once I am dead and gone and I'm not, you know, I'm not scared to talk about death because it's coming. And I think people forget that. Like we keep living this life like that is not going to come one day. Brother, sister, king, 
queen, whatever you call yourself, you are going to die. <laughs> like, it's guaranteed. So, I'm sorry. You're going to die. It's okay. It's going to happen. So, for me, you You're know, I know, just getting our soul in. Just getting our soul into alignment and having music to help us through that. I can music can take me back to certain spots. What? Music takes me back. Music is what feelings sound like. Yes, that is a plaque that he has on our gallery wall here. And I believe that. I strongly believe that. It takes us always you can put yourself where you were at mm-hmm. when you heard when you heard song, song. Yeah. think about it where were y'all at what's something that's in common for people i don't know but i can tell you remember i tell you this one <laughs> song i can tell you where i was at when i heard ti's what you know about that what you know about i was on my way to Charleston mm-hmm. so I can fly back to Germany. Mm. I was on, was on 77. Was you yeah. crying? No, I wasn't crying then. It was late. I was in Orangeburg when the song came on. So I wasn't crying. I just cried the whole time after you left. I don't even know what. No, I don't say. I just cried for like, <laughs> I don't know, about 10, 15 minutes and then it was like, but I remember I was in Orangeburg when it came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Leave, and I ain't gonna hear this. Oh yeah, but did you hear it once you got back to Germany? I brought the CD when I got back. Nobody else heard it, and I was playing it. That's when we had the Maxima. Oh, my Maxima is still in Germany. I was playing it in the car, and they were like, "What is that?" So you put more <laughs> on when you got back to Ramstein? <laughs> uh, I put a lot of people on TL when I was at Ramstein. Yeah, you put people onto a lot of music there. Period. Didn't you put uh, one of your homeboys onto Jay Z? That's much. That I mean, not much. Much new music. Much didn't like Ti until I brought him a CD for Christmas. Hey, Munch, <laughs> you should listen. I brought him and Erica a Ti CD for Christmas, and they both liked it. But that was Molina that didn't like Jay Z. Mm-hmm. So I made him sit in the car and listen to it. And he I was, was like, like, "How do you not like Jay Z?" He, was, he like, was like, "Who? Oh. I don't really. I don't really. I'm like, bro." I made him one day after work. He's my little. He wasn't my troop, but he was my troop. Mm-hmm. But I made him sit in the car one day after work. And me and Eric, and he was just sitting in the backseat bobbing his head like, oh man, he ain't that bad. You remember Black Sounds? <sighs> Who can't forget Black Sounds? Oh my gosh. So my song with my homeboy, my brother Kenny, was, uh, I think it was Sean Paul, Give Me the Light. Sean Paul had a lot of wounds. Just give me the light. I was hill towing then. Is that the hill toe song? We was hill towing in Timberland boots. Yeah. In the club. <laughs> it was Sean Paul, give me the light. Like, I love the black sounds. Well, I just think all of our life experiences. One day we're going to be able to tell you. We're we going to, I don't know, we're going to have to do a special or something one day where we just. Talk about what, babe? Our life. Yeah, I think they get, I mean, I think over time. I mean, but like tell the story from the beginning to end. That'll be a special. When we go live with the show. Matter of fact, we start a YouTube channel. Yes. 
It's called the Ebony Mashup. You just yeah. kind of get to see bits and pieces of our life. Of our life. I know whoever, have, if y'all have not listened to us, you can already know until we're sporadic in yeah. how we talk. We try to stay on topic, but it's just us. We are a mashup. Um, yeah. Our life has been a, a mashup. So with the YouTube channel, you'll get to see some clips from us with our family, just yeah. us, how we move around. Most, most of it probably is going to be the kids doing stuff because that's what they want to do. So. Yes, they're super talented too. They're amazing. But you see us Each one of them. But yeah, it's YouTube, the Ebony Mashup. Um, like, share, comment on Facebook, Instagram, and you can now hear us on most podcast platforms. Wherever you can hear a podcast, you can hear us now. We are so, so excited to now add iHeartRadio to the mix. Yes, we need a, a bell. But um keep that's the only way we're gonna keep growing is if you guys keep yeah. sharing. If you have content that you would like for us to talk about, or if you got questions, please interact with us. Send them to us. Drop us a DM, drop us a message. Um, yeah, the best way the best way to get in touch with us is probably on IG. I, yeah. So I really love you all. In the meantime, in between time, it's been a pleasure as always, kings and queens. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, peace and blessings. Peace.